In this episode of Health Seeker Stories, you will hear from Gary Shepherd, General Manager at Parkwood Salisbury, and one of my guests at the Elevate conference earlier this year when we had a panel debate on health seekers. I'm your host, Guy Griffiths, co-founder of The Collective, a fitness industry network on which these stories are published, and also director of GG Fit, a consultancy whose purpose is to help more people to be fit and healthy by working with health and fitness clubs. Health Seeker Stories is a series of conversations designed to share ideas to help the health and fitness industries to collaborate more. If you'd like to hear my definition of a health seeker, scroll back to episode one, where I set the scene for this series, or you can go to ggfit.com slash healthseekers for more resources and links. Stick around until the end of the episode to find out more about those links and follow-up actions. Next, there's a short message from our partners at Y Sports, and then you'll be able to get straight into my conversation with Gary Shepherd. Health Seeker Stories is produced in partnership with Y Sports, a focused social enterprise that works tirelessly to increase activity across the UK. We firmly believe that everyone should have access to regular exercise, regardless of age, background, or their level of ability. Y Sports hosts conferences, webinars, news, and blog articles to exchange, share, and promote ideas that boost health and activity. Their next conference is on 12th of September 2023 at the Royal Society of Medicine in London. Find out more and get your tickets at whysports.blog. That's W-H-Y-S-P-O-R-T-S dot blog. This episode of Health Seeker Stories, I'm really pleased to be joined by Gary Shepherd from Parkwood Health and Fitness in Salisbury. Hey, Gary, how are you doing? Yeah, good. Thank you, Guy. Um, yeah, thanks for having me. Not at all. Really good to have you here. Just by a way of a quick fill of history, Gary was on one of my panelists at the Elevate conference earlier this year, and where we were talking about health seekers. So Gary's done a lot of work. He's the, he's the general manager at Parkwood Health and Fitness, which is one of the well, it is the premium Parkwood brand, right, um, over in Salisbury. Yeah. Um, and you can just see in the background is regional manager of the year award, I think. Yeah, there's, yeah, I should have, I should have bring the shot back, shouldn't I really? There's a, yeah, little accolades in the background there, which I've been fortunate enough to win over the years. Yeah. yeah. But you've been, you've been with Parkwood for a little while now? Yeah. Yeah. So I took over management of this club in 2008, but I've been with the company since 2006. So yeah, quite a while now, and particularly for our industry as well, which can be a bit transient at times. It's, yeah, I've got a long, long service medal, probably there. So still... good work. So good. Yeah. Good, good retention, but also I visited earlier this year. Yeah. One of the, one of the nicest leisure center It's not a leisure center. It is a more of a premium club, isn't it? Although Parkwood, yeah. you know, have a yeah, I would always classify as a as a health club. Obviously, Parkwood Leisure has made its name, obviously, within operating on behalf of councils and association with councils in the leisure industry. But we are, yeah, private health and fitness club. 
yeah so you yeah you actually you, you own the site and run the site and yeah it's it is it's a very nice one if you're passing through Salisbury go and have a look at Parkwood yeah. Health and Fitness Be beautiful cafe as well some lovely yeah. art um yeah. so yeah it really does have a premium feel but the reason we connected and it was it was through Alex I think at Parkwood we were talking about health checks and health scans and Tanita and body tracks and you have not just because of the setup of the site I think because of you and because of the PTs there and you've got a body tracks machine and have an awful lot of people using that body tracks machine for all sorts of different reasons right yeah correct I I'm a big advocate of the technology I really like our body tracks kit I was one of the managers that was very vocal and banging the drums get it in mm -hmm. I I like putting it in a focal point of the club we have it on the gym floor when you first walk in but we've embedded it into the club culture in its entirety really so if you're a member you'll see it in lots of different points within our member journey and we see it as a, a pivotal tool in that retention strategy as well so you'll find it in our new productions you'll find it in our personal training programs you'll find it in our program reviews and, and, and right across the board. We do health on OT days as well. We advertise out, we do weight loss clinics mm -hmm. and that technology for us is, is obviously body tracks and that is, is part of all of those programs really. Yeah, we like nice. to encourage members to have that touch point with the kit as much as possible. Absolutely. And, and it breeds interaction with staff as well. Yes. Would be part. Yeah. That's one of the key things and that's where you know, my interest and, in, you know, developing the, the health seeker stories and the health seeker programs and products, it has come out of retention. Yeah. You know, it's a brilliant retention tool. We should be using it on our members more. And, and you do that. You're getting, you were having, looking back at some of the stats for this year, 482 new scans in a month, 300 yeah. plus repeat scans in a month. So all new members, you're, you're clearly getting new members onto it the repeat and the excuse for an interaction because there's a lot of stats that come out of them that all, all these body composition machines um, yeah body tracks can be a little bit self-serve uh, and if people understand the data that's fine they can jump on there i jumped on when i was um visiting you um, yeah it's at the top of the stairs just as you go into the gym so really key point for everyone to look at it and see it and get reminded about it but yeah yeah to the retention thing it is you know, one of your key retention tools to make sure people are not constantly, but regularly having a scan, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. You've picked up a few real key points. There. I think it's like anything. If, if you plug the kit in and just left it in the gym, it's going to collect dust and it just won't be part of the club. But if, mm. if you, you know, embed it in the culture and bring it to life, to your reception teams fly into it, your gym teams fly into it, and they use it very regularly, then it serves multiple purposes. And, you know, it builds great stories as well, which, mm. you know, we're a people-based industry, which sometimes we forget we're a people-based industry, but we are about people driven by people. Um, and, and you get some incredible stories that really encapsulate where the kit becomes so worthwhile. I mean, I literally won the other day where uh, a lady was absolutely devastated. She's gone on a personal training journey, spent in her mind a lot of money, been on this routine for two weeks so even though she's had a lifetime of this she's two weeks in she tried she stood on a set of scales and she devastated that weight was the same she disciplined herself not to tread on those scales for two weeks 
And this is, sorry, this, I, is, this, is, this is the bathroom scales, you mean? This is the bathroom scales, yeah. yeah. When I spoke to her and she said, what am I doing wrong? My coach seems great. I've listened to everything. I, I'm, I'm trying my hardest. I'm too much in. Devastated. I'm absolutely devastated. And again, I said to her, okay, well, look, it's my understanding you did your body tracks. Let's take the upstairs and try it on your body tracks. And let's have a quick look together. If you're comfortable, we'll share your information with me and we'll go through it together. And it was that. She literally one and a half kilograms of fat lost, mm-hmm. one and a half kilograms of muscle put on in those two weeks. She'd gone from deconditioned, never working out in her life. She's decided now's the time she has to give it a go. And she achieved that. And when obviously I could articulate that information out to her and show her, she'd gone from devastation to cloud nine. And, yeah. and her husband came into the office and said to me afterwards, I don't know what you've done to my wife, but oh my God, thank you. <laughs> thank you. And, you know, with the biggest smile on his face, and, you know, shook my hand as though he's going to pull it off. And, and, and that's it. You know, don't get me wrong. There's lots of steps associated with that. There's obviously she stuck to the plan. She did what her coach told her to. Two weeks have passed. But if I'd stood there and told her that, that probably, you know, she's lost fat and she's probably gained muscle, She'd have probably looked at me like, I don't believe you. Yeah, you're just, yeah, you're selling, you're just trying to retain me and sell you're me my membership. And, personal yeah. Training. yeah, you're just trying to take money off of me. So, you know, I appreciate those are any little snapshot stories, but literally, I mean, that was the other day. Yeah. But no, <laughs> but these, are the kind of, these are the kind of stories that, you know, the idea of this series is, is to talk about these kind of things and get these messages out there to help educate people more and understand more about, you know, what's possible. And I, I, and we're talking here about PT, and I know PT is is you are the most successful part of PT, partly because of what you're doing with body tracks, but also the people you've got as well. But in terms of health seeker stories, well, I just uh, there's you know my definition of a health seeker is earlier on in this series in the in the first episode, believe it or not. What when you hear the word health seeker, I know we've chatted about it, Gary, but what, yeah. what does a health seeker mean to you, just as a a definition or some ideas yeah i i guess ideas from me it's just i would broadly say it's anybody uh on that journey is a horrible word i don't like that but come back to that or anyone that's looking to improve um themselves from a health perspective mm-hmm. uh, and i think it's a very broad definition um but people come to the gym for a very broad range of reasons. Yes, you're always going to get people that are there because, you know, they want to lose weight. And, and that can be a, a, a big part of it. But actually coming in for community, coming in for rehabilitation, coming in to, to build muscle, to feel better about themselves. Mm-hmm. There's so many different variables into that health seeker journey that, yeah. I would keep the definition very broad. Anyone yeah. that's looking to improve their health. Absolutely. Into that category of a, of a health seizure. Yeah. And, and those could, individuals that want to improve their health could be incredibly super fit already. You know, I, I know, I know a number of people that will say, I've got to get fitter. I've got to get fitter. And these are men and women that are absolute machines, but are determined to be fitter. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, I mean, there's a, there's an understanding aspect as, as well and an education, which I know from your earlier story, you're doing very well, but the community piece is massive. Um, and that talks to me a little bit about what we were talking about Elevate about, which is your um, weight loss program, 
um, because I know I know there's a lot of members, as in existing Parkbury members on that, but you're bringing people in just for the weight loss program who aren't necessarily members at the moment, which, yeah, that's that's more of my take or where I would go on a health seeker. But that's a lot about the community, isn't it? And the group yeah. and the accountability with the coat and, of course, the body track measurements. But where, the weight loss program, am I right in saying that came out of, you know, the the Weight Watchers idea. Tell us a little bit about that story. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's actually an interesting story, and like all people in the industry, you hear the name Weight Watchers, and a lot of them instantly sort of turn their nose up or turn their eyes up, and they're quite quick to vocalise why they don't like it. But it's a very powerful name. Yeah. And I think, to me, as an operator, I was often seeing members who would share stories of how they were working with Weight Watchers and coming to the gym here and things like that. So I linked up with my personal trainers one day, we had a little meeting and I literally said to them, guys, right, what, what do you think of Weight Watchers? Talk to me. And, you know, young guys, young girls, they were all quick to go, blah, 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 blah. I hate this about it and I don't like that. And probably about half an hour passed and I went, fantastic. So, okay, cool. So we, we, we know what we don't like about Weight Watchers now. We have to build something which we feel superior. You know, you guys are qualified personal trainers. I have this great bit of kit here, which is far superior than a set of scales. I want to bring people in and I want to coax them. And I think it'd be great for a secondary spend, but I think it'd be great to get that out into the community and get people losing weight. And they were less vocal in how we could do it better. Right. And that's where, that's where the idea kind of sprang from. And We've been running it just on a loop ever since. And like you hit the nail on the head earlier when you said that accountability pitch is massive. We have a lot of our members that just want to know that in a few weeks, they're going to tread on something which gives them accountability to a coach mm-hmm. and they're going to interact. And that keeps them on in their mind, the straight and narrow, or the wagon or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that, that, that's a very powerful psychology associated to that which mm. you can bring in and we we just wanted something which you could go out into the marketplace with which resonated with a lot of people and most people in regards to why they walk through the doors is they do want to lose weight and we were looking for a way to introduce people to our business who were perhaps just too scared to cross the threshold mm. and you know you'll see it day in day out and you'll read there Jim sometimes for whatever reason, people don't want to walk through our doors. But we've got to find ways to break those barriers down. We've got to find ways in which people go, yeah, actually, I've, I've got to give that a go. Absolutely, yeah. And it's the other thing that really interested me, and, and we'll talk in the conversations on, on this series as well with with Lee from One Life, but it's that 12-week program that you have. Yeah. Um, talk to us a little bit about that. How does that work? I mean, this, a lot of people will understand the 12-week program and the, you know, the building habits, behavior change, exercise referral. But was it based around that or was it more around what your PTs wanted to do? Yeah, no, it's very much based around all those points that you've just touched upon. We're realistically obviously getting people to think about their food and their food choices. So there does need to be tracking uh, and management because nutrition is, we can argue with percentage, but it's up there in the 80s and 90s if you are looking for weight loss and weight management. Sure. You cannot out-train that bad diet. It's just not going to happen. So there's a, there's a peace element for that. 
and then there's tracking, which goes right the way through. Mm-hmm. Uh, the body tracks deals with the composition and the measurements right the way through. And then personal trainer ensures that there's movement right the way through. And that movement is tailored as it needs to be. Mm-hmm. The amount of people will come and they'll say things like, you know, I, I want to start and my doctor says I can't squat. Yeah, my doctor says I can't deadlift. It's like, okay. But could you just sit on that chair for me for a minute? Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Okay, cool. Well, you just did a squat when you sat down on that chair. Yeah. And I, I do understand this where we get, you know, different levels of healthcare professionals and we suddenly worry that people are going to have a hundred kilograms on their back or on the floor and they're going to be beached to within an inch of their lives. And yeah. that's where obviously a great personal trainer can come in and make it relevant absolutely yeah we're not going to put you on a 10 percent incline on on the treadmill but yeah but you do but you do need to do something but you also need that accountability and to a certain extent the group how many people do you have on at a time so we can have up to 20 we have we captured 20 just because it starts to means it becomes too big um so there are certain pools where we have over 20 and we literally say to them look we'll keep your information and we'll contact you when the next course comes available. Nice. Yeah, nice. Always nice the, the old waiting, list, yeah. waiting list retention mechanism. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Great problem to have, but yeah, it, it, any more than that, it becomes too big to what we're trying to do anyway. Yeah. And the coaching side of things. So yes, the measurements are key, of course. Yeah. Um, absolutely. But your, yeah. your coaches and, or the, the, the PTs that are running this program, um, they are, I mean, super experienced but also very friendly. And I know you've got lots of different kind of, you know, you've got a broad range of staff. Um, yeah. But what's special about the coaches that are running these programs? What what qualities do they have or or skills? Yeah. So, I mean, the, the coach that runs this particular program, credit where credit's due, he's, he's a huge part of this success. I can't make claim to it. He's very much assisted with him. And he's an older gentleman. He's in his... Just easy, doesn't look like it. He's very, very, very healthy. Army background, so has moved his whole life, but comes with compassion and patience. And that's a big part of it. I, mm. I think particularly when we are looking at these programs and we are getting deconditioned people through our doors for the first time, you know, they're thinking, Jim, they're thinking death by burpees. And and we've just got to get them moving. We've got to get them thinking about some of these basic things. And then it always, I mean, for us, we, we've never failed anyone. So you've got multiple years, multiple individuals, completely different case studies. And, and we've always had people lose weight. And we, we're doing the basics, really. Yeah. It's never failed. And we've had people that come to us and just let me know, I'm under review with my doctor. I, they're checking my thyroid. I'm running through all types of tests. I'm medically can't lose weight. They've lost two stone come the end of the course. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, but the, the, the success is, is, is a huge part down, down to the individual that brings it to life as well. Yeah. That, that you've got the great technology, but the great technology is, is terrible. If you don't have a great person to bring it to life. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that that's the, the measurement. Listen, the measurements are important and measuring people is kind of key to success and key to progression. But I firmly believe that without a decent coat and, and the ex-army thing's interesting, personally, I'll play that down. 
and talk more about his age, yeah, yeah. whether or not he likes that. But, you know, being 50 plus, only just myself. Yeah. I would always go, I'd, I'd want to talk to a, an older cat. I'd want to talk to yeah. someone with, as you say, experience, but empathy and compassion so that, yeah, they've, they've got more life skills. Sorry, young instructors. Yeah. Uh, that, that's, I think that's one of the signs of, of success for you guys in, in what you're doing there with the, the weight loss. So it's not a health seekers direct, but it is yeah. weight loss. No, friendly. yeah. The, it's very that that element of the club and that particular course is very structured towards we we are seeking that result and we wanted to walk away from it having lost weight we would never take anyone onto the course that doesn't need to <laughs> right they are doing it for health reasons and and like i say for some people like I say over the course of the years where we've been running it constantly we've seen everybody and all types of reasons why people are in that condition or have got those conditions and, and some have been plagued by real bad injuries, real bad advice from, from medical professionals and from healthcare professionals and a steer in the right direction has, has made a huge difference. Yeah. Yeah. It's an arm around them, a bit of education, or as you say, can you sit down on a chair and or maybe can you sit down on a chair and stand up again unaided? That, that is a swap. If your doctor's telling you you're not allowed to sit down on a chair and get up again unaided, then. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and that's during, I think during the whole COVID, and I think the only thing about COVID I liked was our lovely professor, Chris Whitty, standing up and saying, there's no injury or ailment that can't be made better by exercise. Yeah. And I just wanted to stop the world right there from a purely selfish perspective and go, can we just. Can we just ram that down everyone's throat? Yes. You know, yes. Yeah. Give, give, give that, yeah, get that in everyone's inbox every day or as yeah. a text message or yeah, yeah, that, that, and again, not, not, not a, a fan of some of the messages that were coming out, but Boris. Yeah. No, 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 Boris also not a fan, but get, yeah. get out and be active every day. You know, you are allowed to go out and exercise every day. Okay, fine. Uh, I wasn't going yeah. to, but I better. Um, I better which again comes back to I think on the health improvements. We won't we won't go into another rabbit hole on this now, anyway. But yeah. you know, the people who are coming to you not just to lift weights or to lose weight or to have something else to do with weight, but are coming for the community and coming for again big can of worms, but mental health reasons. Yeah, let's just say yeah. because. And it's not just, you know, pumping iron helps me de-stress. No. It is being in a community or being in a group of 20 like-minded people who jump on the body track scales every month and go, that's interesting. What does this number here mean? That's, that, that's a, a big help for people, right? Yeah, massive. And, and I think that's the thing, you know, we have had before in the past, we've had that coach in the larger groups, just being supported in regards to maybe helping like blood pressure and stuff like that, mm -hmm. all with members of the team that are comfortable doing that. And, and it means so much to some of those people where they change a habit, which has been 20, 30 years. And for the first time they've achieved something that they've spoken about, but never done it. There's yep. tears, there's hugs, there's, there's all sorts that, that go on and yeah. Real, it means so much to some people, and that sounds crazy because it's just losing weight. It's it really is, powerful. 
Yeah, but it's the support and guidance and an and understanding of it back to your, you know, f- yeah. your first story of the, actually not the lady understanding that she'd put on muscle and lost fat, but her husband coming in and going, thank, thank you, Gary, and shaking your arm off for helping, for turning around her view on what had happened over the last two weeks. So you've, I don't know whether you've saved a marriage, you've maybe rekindled. Or just everyone can go home that night smiling, you know, and that's the thing, you know, yeah, that's, that's, that's the job at the end of the day, isn't it? As human beings, most of us don't set out to do better than anything. And therefore, if we try and we really throw ourselves at it, we think we've not achieved that's where it can be really disheartening. And that's where I think, you know, we've spoken about this and I spoke about this at Elevator. As human beings, we're incredibly harsh on ourselves. We can do 20 years of damage to our body and then we expect results in two days. Two weeks is a real push. Mm-hmm. And this is where I think that technology can become really useful and helps is that it can give you so many different health metrics that actually if someone embarks on a, a, a journey and they do start living those healthy elements, you can pick out two and three of those to encourage that person and say, look, actually, okay, let's, let's go back and let's look at this. You might not have lost weight, but you've lost fat around your organs. Yeah. Or, you know, your blood pressure is starting to improve. Your heart's not working as hard. You know, great. They don't, you know, this could be five more years onto your life. Like, you know, it's incredible. And, you celebrate those successes and then they go, okay, cool. Well, I am going to carry on. I won't quit. I won't turn the towel. Absolutely. And that, that's a big part, isn't it? It is. It is. I think I'm, I'm sure it was a question that was covered at Elevate and we should make, probably make it a quick last one because I know we could go on about this for yeah. quite some time, but yeah. you and your PTs looked at all the different metrics that come out of body tracks. What, you know, what is the number one metric that people do focus on ultimately yeah. the most popular yeah. yeah and again i mean it's really funny because we're laughing about this because we know where the discussion's going but from body tracks perspective that metabolic age is such a powerful thing yeah and maybe the psychology about how long we're going to live and our overall health feeds into that one and body tracks are the first to acknowledge and say look it's based on muscle mass and your body fat yeah. and the better age two are the better age you're going to get Sure. But again, going back to the story that I told you with the lady, once we'd got over the, you know, the fact she put muscle on and the weight element, once we'd got around that, the thing that she, four years, I've dropped four years off my, off my metabolic age. I'm four years younger. (laughs) And that was the bit that she wanted to scream about. And I think. We can argue about the subjectivity of it forever in a day, but if it motivates someone, like how great is that? Because at the end of the day, let's celebrate for what it is. They've, you know, they've lost body fat, they've put muscle mass on, they, they, they're improving their life. And if that is the catalyst that keeps them going, beautiful. Absolutely. Perfect. And that's, and as you say, that's what she's going to shout about at her next dinner party or Weight Watchers meeting or, yeah. or yeah. she's probably not going to the pub anymore, but, um, no, no, yeah. but, but that, that, that as, as a key message, yes, the science behind it, you know, yeah, but it's based up of this and this and this, but yeah. ultimately as an indicator and as a motivator, it is, it is super powerful. So, so well, well, well done for picking body tracks, other body yeah. composition devices are available. 
<laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it's that type of thing, isn't it? Yeah, disclaimer, go out there, do your own research and jump on them and try them. But yeah, for I mean, for that one and, and certainly for us over the course of the years, that's the talking point. If you can hear people talking about body tracks and they're, they're comparing their scores or read, that metabolic age one is, is the first one people go to. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Cool. Well, not quite such a quick answer, but yeah, just something I wanted to crowbar in at the end because yeah. it, it's uh, certainly something that um, I see as being very important. So listen, yeah. Gary, thank you so much for joining us on this Health Seeker Stories episode. If, if people have further questions for you, what's the, is the best way to reach out to you? So Parkwood Tools Green, obviously our website, Parkwood Fitness, you can jump through there. We've got an inquiry button. They can funnel through to me, market for my attention, or you can jump onto LinkedIn and find me on LinkedIn. Perfect. So thank you again for joining me again off the back of the, the Elevate Conference. Look forward to seeing you soon. Cheers, Guy. Thanks for listening all the way to the end. I hope that you found this conversation interesting. It was great to chat with Gary and hear a slightly different take on the use of body composition within a club, specifically at Parkwood in Salisbury. If you'd like to find out more about how Health Seeker projects are working for clubs, then please listen to the other episodes. The next one in the series is going to be a great one with Pip Lawrence from Wellbeing People, but there's lots more available to stream right now. There are four actions available to you at ggfit.com slash healthseekers. The first two cost nothing. You can download the Health Seeker playbook, or you can add your facility to the map of body composition devices that we're building for people to find health checks. The third choice is to book a strategy call with me to discuss how health seekers could work for your business. There may still be some discounted sessions available depending on timing. And finally, there's the Health Seeker coaching course available from Future Fit, also linked from that same landing page, ggfit.com slash healthseekers. Don't forget to also check out our partners' website and conferences at whysports.blog. And I'd love to see you at one of their events. Tuesday 12th of September is Improving Health and Increasing Activity. And then the Y Sports Annual Conference is on Wednesday, 25th of October. Both events are at the Royal Society of Medicine in London. Thanks again for listening. Please don't forget to like and subscribe to get future episodes and get in touch if you want to join the conversation.